Hey everyone and welcome to Actually Podcast. I am your host Jasmine and I like talking about things that are interesting to me. This week, uh, my gosh, we really have a mixed bag of reality TV, don't we? I mean, there's a, there, there are a lot of shows on and not all of them are great, but there is some good juice. Um, so we'll be talking about that today. Also wanted to talk about what's going on with GameStop and how people are fighting back against Wall Street, which is really, really fantastic. And also just wanted to talk about things we can do to help us feel good while we're in the midst of what's going on. So let's get started. So starting off, I have to say this GameStop whole story is just absolutely fascinating to me. I just started investing in the stock market about six months ago. I had a 401k before that, but as far as actively trading and doing things like that myself, it's only been about six months, so I'm really very new to it. But reading about what was going on with GameStop was really, really interesting to me. I think it is you know, a real life indicator that the stock market is not a true indicator for our economy, but I think it's also a great case study in the people have the power. Something I know I say often, but it really is true. So if you're not familiar, and I will try to explain it the best I can because I really had to look into it because I really wasn't familiar in how shorting and all that went, but What happens is that a lot of these money managers at hedge funds go in and they predict the success or doom of a specific stock. So what they do is they go to companies that have specific stock and they borrow these stocks at a low rate. They keep them in their portfolio for a small amount of time and then they do a short sale where they sell sell them back to them. So the original investor usually can buy back or get these stocks back from people at a lower rate. So in turn, they end up making a small but a profit. So what happened in respect to GameStop is that GameStop was doomed to fail from some industry stock insiders. And it turned out there were a few users on Reddit who found out about this. And because it was such a beloved company in their childhood, they wanted to do something about it. So what they did was they started buying GameStop, stop stock, say that five times fast, in a chance to boost it, to be able to profit from it, and to kind of turn the tables on these Wall Street people who've been doing this for years and making money and while downgrading these companies into oblivion. So what happened was, is that the the people on Reddit got together with people from Twitter, along with Elon Musk, and bought stock in GameStop, which turned out sending their stock up about 127%. So when that happens, the original investor who owns the stock, who needs to buy back the stock, has to do something called a cover. 
So you have to cover the amount of growth or loss that the stock has incurred since the others borrowed it out. It turned out that these hedge fund companies were having to borrow billions of dollars to cover this growth from GameStop. And it was a few companies, actually it was GameStop, it was AMC, it was also BlackBerry. And it turned Wall Street on its head. I was reading stories about people who invested something like $750 and ended up making $4,000. And how they do that is that they do a short sell back to the people who own the, the actual stock. And that company that owns it, who buys it back, has to cover that growth. So that person was able to make that exponential growth within less than a week. And it ended up being so disruptive that the S&P lost 2.5% over the span of about a week. So much so that trading sites had to stop giving people access to being able to trade these three big stocks because it was making such an impact on the stock market. Um, I, and again, you can look more into it. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm fully describing it, but it's pretty amazing. Um, just because this is something that hedge funds have done for years and made billions of dollars from while these companies have taken the fall. And people are finally starting to learn about it and get their piece of the pie and realize that, you know, they won't let a gatekeeper keep them from getting those same kind of benefits that, you know, these hedge fund money managers, rich and powerful, have been able to get for years. This is a tactic called a short squeeze that basically has been going on for decades and people have finally turned the table on it. So, yeah, you know, I have to say about Reddit, I know people sometimes have bad things to say about it and it can be a really scary deep dive sometimes, but sometimes there really is really powerful information on there and good things to learn about. And um, yeah, good for these people for really taking a stand and showing that with a little bit of knowledge, they could turn these huge institutions back on themselves. And again, like I always say, people have the power. So yeah, reality TV lately has been a real mixed bag. Um, of course, you know, we have the Housewives franchises. And I have to say, I really tried with Dallas. I, I've tried with Dallas over the seasons. And um, I just realized now Dallas is just not for me. And that's okay. Um, I'm sure the people on it are very nice. But it's just not for me. On the other hand, I had no idea that I would love Salt Lake as much as I do. But wow. Every so often I'll do like a little quick catch up on my Instagram. 
or like trying to catch up on other platforms for um what I felt was going on with the season but oh my gosh um yeah Jen wow Jen is a lot Jen has a lot of trauma deep-seated trauma Ooh, is deep and I never thought I would see the day where Heather Lisa and Meredith were all on the same page also, Meredith, again, I still love her. I don't love Seth. I want better for her, but that's okay. But her, like, when she made that statement, like, I don't get angry easily. You don't want to see me angry. I was like, hashtag earth sign vibes. I know there are many times where I have said that in my own life. And when I hear that certain timber from someone's voice when they say it. I know it's an earth sign. I could be wrong. But yeah, she uh, she meant business. By the way, <laughs> Whitney. Oh, Whitney. Still with the good intentions. But you know what? Go, them going to see that hypnotherapist. Uh, that hypnotherapist needs to run every Bravo reunion going forward. Because she is a character in herself, but really the, t -t 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 no, just say, I'm so sorry. I was like, please, can I have that on a shirt and bury me in it? Because she is fabulous and her house was fabulous. I almost felt like, is she related to the psychic that was on season one of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills who called out... <laughs> Kyle for being an ice queen at Camille's party because all the same Tibetan prayer beads and candles were strewn everywhere and I was so there for it. Besides Housewives, there are a couple other shows I tried to give a shot and I just couldn't do it. Uh, the, the, uh, the Masked Dancer, Why? I really enjoy The Masked Singer and I think it's kind of fun because you can hear the voices and try to pinpoint voices and you're really into it. But with dancing, you have no way of knowing who's under the mask. That's not, it's not really fun for me in particular. Um, and I really thought the cuckoo of Paula Abdul would keep me engaged and it didn't. And I love Paula Abdul. I am someone who paid to see Paul Abdul in concert. Please don't judge me. I was very young. It was of the time. But um, yeah, I'm just not in on it. And I'm not in on The Bachelor. And I know I should support Matt as the first African-American Bachelor. I'm not feeling Matt. First of all, uh, we have to stop picking these people who are like all in these friend groups of these bachelor people because they all give off the same air of desperation. Um, Matt, I don't think is here for love. Matt is trying to be famous for six months and then go on Bachelor in Paradise like everyone else on that show does. Um... I'm just not into it. And I have to say, I haven't been into The Bachelor for years, but I couldn't even get through the first 20 minutes of Matt's season. I just, 
I just didn't care. Speaking of The Bachelor, who didn't see Claire and Dale breaking up? Really did. I think everyone knew it was coming. And Dale now has a website where he is a, a brand. He He's a brand. And I'm sure he's a nice person. Although Claire did come forward and say, while she is losing her mother, she found out on a press release that they had amicably broken up. So maybe he's not a great person. So with Salt Lake and Below Deck coming to an end next week, I'm starting to plan on what I'm going to watch next. And uh, again, behind, but I will be watching Bling Empire I have been watching this commercial on Netflix for the past week and a half and I'm just, I'm really excited to get into it. I did some background research because I always want to see kind of where the show is and who's involved before I really get invested. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Christina Chu. I think she was the one that they tested for Beverly Hills Housewives and they didn't end up picking her and I think she tested two or three times actually and then they never picked her so now she's on Netflix and then we have Kevin who's the model who's on all the commercials we have Kim who's like rich daddy issues so who I think they end up dating I'm not sure Kelly has the toxic boyfriend um Andrew the toxic boyfriend slash actor slash mini Patrick Bateman We have Sherry, who is the former pop star who's now a mom, and Kane, who I'm just going to call him Cheeks, because those cheeks he has could cut diamonds. Um, So I will be jumping into Bling Empire, but um, yeah, just a mixed bag with the reality shows right now. So today is actually one of the first full moons of 2021. It's the full moon in Leo. And this full moon talks about how we connect to joy. Um, Of course, we've all been through the ringer in 2020 and into this new year. And this full moon is really encouraging people to just kind of link back, even if it's linking back into your childhood on the things that you would do to feel good and would connect you to joy. So that's something that I've really been thinking about and trying to make a priority this year. And I've been doing a couple things physically and just for mental health to try to get back to that. So just wanted to share some of them. So one of the things they always talk about is movement. Now, I'm not someone who really loves to exercise. I like exercising, but I'm not always very consistent. So what's been working for me is using a lot of YouTube, different types of workouts. They're all free. They're all really kind of varied on what you could do. Um, They have, you know, of course, different accounts for Pilates, if you want to do circuit training, weight training, bar workouts. 
they're all really fantastic in being able to give you a nice variety just to get you up and moving. They do say that um, movement and exercise helps to boost endorphins, which also helps in dealing with depression and stress. So that's something I've been making a priority. I've also been working towards eating well. Um, I am someone who does enjoy cooking, not all the time, but also every now and again, I do want pizza, I do want french fries. And I'm realizing when I am leaning in more so to healthy eating, I'm also noticing a better mood um, for longer periods of time, also better skin, which always makes me feel good. And um, just feeling better mentally and emotionally, not having sugar crashes or 2 p.m. I want to eat a bag of chips and always drinking water, staying hydrated, especially, you know, we have the heaters on or fireplaces or, or floor heaters on, which dries us out even more so and being in the house. So I think hydrating also has helped me quite a bit. I've also really gotten back into my meditation and journaling practices. Some people like to have it more on a physical base where you're doing a walking meditation, just kind of zoning out, listening to music. Um, some people like to just do a grounding kind of meditation where maybe you're in nature, in your front yard, your backyard, or in the park, and you just have your shoes off and you just kind of put your bare feet on the grass and just kind of feel the energy around you kind of influence kind of more of a oneness with nature. I know it's all very new age and sometimes it's not for everybody, but I definitely feel like connecting with nature and a lot of times just taking a walk. I really tend to de-stress and just feel a lot better getting some fresh air and incorporating movement at the same time. Um, so yeah, I hope that you're taking the time to check in with yourself and scheduling time for joy. And here we are at the end of another episode. I want to thank you again so much for listening. I'm going to bring all the reality drama from Bling Empire. I'm hearing it's really, really good. And next week, I think I'm going to talk about this Sex in the City reboot because I just, I'm dreading it, guys. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm dreading it. I don't want to be negative, but I'm dreading it. But I'll talk to you next time. Bye.